Welcome to Marketing for Your Boring Business, presented by All-in-One Social Media, where marketing professionals and industry leaders discuss what you can do to help your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Join us each week to learn more about social media, online marketing, trending topics, and tips to grow your online marketing efforts. Now here's your host, Desiree Martinez. Hey, Boring Business Owners, and welcome to episode 52 of Marketing for Your Boring Business, helping your message get seen in that cluttered newsfeed. Today, we're talking with a heating and cooling company out of Scottsdale, Arizona, and I'm really excited about this because I'm talking with someone who's been a friend of mine for a really, really long time. Her name is Christina Wagner, and she is a professional marketer and former Miss Woman Arizona. Her years of experience and dedication to helping others succeed in their business has made her an invaluable resource to her clients as an influencer and connector. She has built an amazing network of business professionals that she considers to be friends in the Phoenix community through her hard work and dedication to helping others. When Christina isn't networking, going live on Facebook, or helping others, she can be found supporting and loving all over her two kids. She is currently the marketing manager at Fountain Hills Air Conditioning and Heating and is the founder of Arizona Ladies Night Out. And like I said, Christina has been a friend of mine for a really long time. And so I knew that what she was doing over there at Fountain Hills Air Conditioning and Heating was going to be really great information for you guys because, again, we're trying really hard to touch base with all of these boring business owners to find out what it is they're doing to market their business because not every single marketing tactic is right for everyone. Maybe online marketing isn't right for you. Maybe social media isn't right for you. Maybe in-person networking isn't right for you. Maybe SEO isn't right for you. But we're here to break down every option possible for you guys. And Christina gave us some great, great things that they are doing that I think you guys could apply to your own boring business. So before we dive into the interview, let's head over to Ben for this week's Marketing Buzzword. Hello, boring business owners. Ben Roberts here from the Marketing Buzzword podcast, here to help you dissect another marketing buzzword. Now, this week we're going to look at something called reputation management. I know, big mouthful. Essentially, the idea of this is, is managing your online presence and where people are talking about you and actually just basically monitoring those channels and creating responses for them, i.e. managing your reputation. It's one of those things, it sounds a lot more difficult than it probably should do. Well, this would include things like online reviews, PR and outreach, um, forums, blog posts, all these sort of things where people have the opportunity to talk about you in a public sphere, you need to have a plan of action in order to combat them. And that's essentially what reputation management looks at. It looks at being able to monitor a huge amount of platforms where people could say loads of different things about you and your brand. And for you, it then comes up with strategies and how you actually deal with that. So a great book I've read in terms of how to deal with negative reviews is a book called Hug Your Haters by Jay Bear. Honestly, brilliant, brilliant book. And it looks at how you deal with online reviews and trolls and actually as a company, how you actually need to keep responding to these people because actually customer service is a spectator sport but ultimately you need to know where that line is to be drawn so when you see people talk about reputation management essentially what they're looking at doing is monitoring the online web for mentions of you your company and your brand and helps you curate a response in order to deal with those mentions either positive 
or negative. And it's important to remember that this can be positive in order to help encourage more positive reviews or mentions, and it can be negative. Thank you very much for listening. I'll be back next week for another to dissect another buzzword. Goodbye. Thanks, Ben. That was awesome as always. And let's dive into our interview with Christina from Fountain Hills Air Conditioning and Heating. Hey, Christina. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. I'm so excited to talk with you as always. We have been um, networking friends forever. And so I love that I finally have got you on the horn to talk about what you do for the HVAC company that you work with. So why don't you tell us about the boring business that you work with? Well, um, I, I guess by boring, it's, you know, it's not very sexy, but air conditioning is definitely very needed in Arizona. The company I work for, I'm the marketing manager for Fountain Hills Air Conditioning and Heating, and we provide air conditioning and heating. So it's aptly named. <laughs> and so what is it that you do to help them with marketing the, their business online and offline? Sure. So, you know, you mentioned that we've known each other through networking and networking is one of the things that I do to educate people about the services that we offer because, you know, Fountain Hills serves the entire Valley. We also do social media. We have an advertising agency that we're doing direct mail campaigns. We're doing email marketing. So we have many different campaigns going at any given time. So let's talk about that. So a lot of people talk about doing all of these different things that kind of blanket their services everywhere. How is it that you're able to like keep track of that? Like, how do you know what's working, how those ad dollars are being used appropriately? Cause I know that's what your, your whole job is with them. So how do you track all of that and how do you know what's working and what's not working? Sure. So that's a great question. It's, it's imperative that you measure everything that you treasure. And we do, we measure everything. Every campaign that we do has a different phone number attached to it. So when someone calls in from a phone number that we specifically used for Facebook, we know that they came in through Facebook. If someone calls in from a phone number that we use from a direct mail campaign, we know that they came in from a direct mail campaign. So we have a list of phone numbers that are assigned to all the different campaigns. That, that we are doing at any given point. Now, does that mean, you know, maybe there's going to be some overlap. Our main number is 480-837-1313. I don't expect anyone to remember that. My point here is that someone might call in that number after they saw one of our trucks, after they saw a social media campaign, after they saw a TV campaign. So of course there might be some overlap with that, but for the majority, we can tell by the numbers that people are calling in, where they came to us from. Okay, so you guys use phone numbers for tracking everything to measure the success? Yes. Awesome. Well, that's, I never I never thought about that. So that's really great to know. So what is it that you do online with uh, your company that you have found to be really fun and unique? Because you were telling me about some of the fun things that you guys have gotten to do with your marketing. Sure. So there's several things going on. Um, we did over the holidays, we did a campaign that was launched online and also launched live through our call center where we were, we partnered with St. Vincent de Paul and we did a toy drive for St. Vincent de Paul. So we invited customers to get their annual, their bi-monthly, uh, sorry, bi-annual, um, which every six months, we invited them to get a free safety inspection or AC tune-up 
by donating a toy, a new unwrapped toy for a boy and a girl. So that was something that was launched online as well as, um, you know, by having our, our customer service representatives call people. Following up on that, because that went so well, we decided to give people the opportunity to select a different charity. So whether that charity um, of their choice, and the campaign was called Choose Your Charity. So maybe St. Vincent de Paul was something that was near and dear to their heart, or military assistance mission, or plea. We had a child crisis center. We had a whole list of different charities that people could pick from and donate and then receive their AC tune-up. Another program that we just launched through um, digitally and that we're in the process of rolling out that I think is really going to be very successful, hopefully, um, we're offering realtors the opportunity to gift a complimentary AC tune-up to their new home buyers. So this creates a great win-win. It gives us the opportunity to show their new home buyers who we are and how we might be able to serve their needs in the event that they have a need. And it also gives the realtor the opportunity to gift something that, you know, if you've got one AC system, that's, it, it would cost you $59 to have an AC tune-up. And when we do an AC tune-up, we include a leak detection. Uh, a little fun fact that I've learned since being here at Fountain Hills Air Conditioning, and I, I know you like fun facts, um, Carrier did a study and found that 72% of systems are leaking Freon. So when I first heard that study, I, you know, not knowing a lot about being new to this industry and not knowing a lot about that, I didn't know what the relevance of that is. So if you are like me and wondering, why does that matter? It's bad for the environment. And having your AC system not have enough Freon or running low on Freon is kind of like driving your car around without oil in it. So we do this complimentary leak detection just to ensure that people are on the right side of that study and they're not part of that 72% that are leaking Freon. That sounds very important. I, I live in Vegas. And so at, well, at the time of this recording, I live in Vegas and uh, <laughs> definitely would have died if we had had problems with our air conditioner. So I am thankful that you guys offer so many things to educate people and talk about what they need to know for making sure that their air conditioners are working right. And I'm sure that's a big part of your marketing strategy is education, right? Absolutely. Education, preventative maintenance. We want to help people so that they're not having those unexpected repair costs. And what we found is that by doing regular maintenance, it will actually help to double the life of the system. So you had said something before that I thought was really interesting. I'd like to learn more about how you guys are doing this reach out program. So in uh, part, you're partnering with realtors, like you said, to odd. Uh, so you're gifting these AC tune-ups. I'm guessing there's a lot of outreach going on with partnerships. Can you talk to me about how your company is doing strategic partnerships to help grow your business? Sure. So a lot of the partnerships is coming through some of the networking there are many networking chambers and groups that I'm a part of. So going through those organizations to partner with the realtors has, has been a, a great avenue, as well as social media. I, I did one post on social media just asking where my Arizona realtor friends were at. And of course, you know, with 4,500 friends on Facebook, I had a lot of people reaching out to me wanting to know if they could help me with my home buying purchase. And so I had to... <laughs> I had to manage that floodgate that I had opened up because in my post, I wasn't really clear of why I was looking to connect with all my realtor friends. 
So, um, but letting them know this gift that we had to offer. Social media has been huge for me, which I know I don't have to tell you about that. You know all about social media being huge. Oh, shucks. Way to just promote what I do for me there. (laughs) No, and and I understand it's important. I think, though, it's just, I run into so many people who are unsure of how effective it would be for work doing social media in their boring business and stuff. So I'm always so thankful when someone like you or any of our other guests come on and talk about how they're using social media as a part of a bigger marketing strategy. And I think that one of the reasons that what you're doing is so great is because you're using social, but you have like you, Christina, are sort of the the marketing tool itself. <laughs> so maybe what we can talk about now is how have you grown your social media following and your network and stuff over these years that has been able to help this business that you work with? Sure. So I think one of the ways that I initially grew my social network was by accepting everyone. And what I mean by that is when people would send me a friend request, I I accepted them as long as they um, had a profile picture where they were fully dressed. Okay. So if if they weren't fully dressed, I thought, "Mm, you know, send love your way, but we're probably not going to be good friends. (laughs) I pretty much accepted everyone. And And my rule has been, until someone gives me a reason to not be their friend, I'm going to extend friendship. So it's kind of the same way that I am in the real world. Until someone gives me a reason to not be their friend, I'm going to be their friend. So that was how I initially grew. And I think the way I've continued to grow is just by showing up in social media and being authentic and sharing who I am and what's going on in my life. A lot of times people will share these carefully curated moments in social media when everything is perfect and it doesn't give the full picture. So I've been really open. I've been really transparent about different things that I have been through, which um, has resonated well with the network that is connected to me via social media. That is story. And like I said, I've known Christina for years. She's known me like pre-husband, pre-children, pre-all-in-one, pre-all of this. And so I have watched her grow into this this marketing powerhouse of a person. And so obviously anyone that works with her is lucky to have her. But I love everything that she's doing because I feel like some of the systems that she's been putting into place well, is helping this, her, this HVAC company that she's working with in the event that she just decides that there's a another calling for her somewhere else. And I love what you talk about how you have the numbers for tracking the online and offline effectiveness of what you're doing, how you're doing these outreaches, how you have these seasonal promotions and things like that. And I think that that's awesome. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back after a quick commercial break. This podcast is brought to you by All In One Social Media. All In One started with the mission to put military spouses to work anywhere they're stationed in the world while making fair wages with job flexibility, no matter what military life demands of them. With packages including daily content, custom graphics, targeted Facebook advertising, Instagram marketing, and more. All in one social media's marketing packages will help you focus on growing your business while they handle your social media. You'll also get unlimited email support as well as feedback on social media marketing ideas that you can implement yourself. Head to allinonesocialmedia.com to find the package that's right for you. That's allinonesocialmedia.com. And now back to the show. 
So let's dive into my next question for you. And that is what is like the worst marketing mistake that has happened for you while you've been at HVAC that was just like a learning opportunity for you and for our listeners? You know, I, I guess it was, so it, the, the choose your charity campaign didn't go as well as I thought it would. During the Christmas holidays, we had a great response. People wanted to donate a toy for St. Vincent de Paul. It was very timely. It was the holidays. People were thinking about that. And I, you know, I, I give of my time, my talent, my treasure throughout the whole year to charities. And I kind of thought that everyone was of that mindset. The truth is, after the holidays were over, people were on to their busy lives. And, and there wasn't a lot of response to this, this call. And, you know, it, it, it is what it is. I, there's, there's no judgment against people for, for being busy and in their own lives. I, I had thought since so many charities, during the holidays, charities get a lot of focus and a lot of feature and, and people are thinking about them. Their need is great throughout the year. But that um, the Choose Your Charity campaign didn't go over as as well as I had hoped it would. So it was a lesson. Well, it, it's also, we always talk in marketing how you have to test things out and see what's going to work and not work. And so that's why I think it's so important for us to reflect on the things that like may not have worked for us as well. So I think that that is a good thing to remember that maybe if you're doing something that is heartfelt, that maybe it's not supposed to last forever but at least it worked for you during that period of time. And I do think, so when we did that campaign for St. Vincent de Paul, we had focused on one charity. So going into this fall, I think giving people the opportunity to choose their charity, but doing it timely and in that, in that, that time frame when people are thinking about giving back. So even though it didn't work, I still have high hopes for how we're going to be able to use it this season. So then I guess the lesson is timing is, I guess then the lesson is timing is everything, right? <laughs> yes. um, okay. So what was maybe your favorite thing that you have gotten to do that has been just a huge marketing success for you and Town Hills HVAC? Oh gosh. You know, um, when, when they hired me on, it was one of the first tasks was to relaunch their call center and bring in some people. So being able to interview the customer service representatives and meet some of the most amazing people that are right here in the call center, making calls and, and trying to help people every single day with their AC needs. That's been really rewarding. And, and I've, I have some amazing ladies that are here right now. They're trying to be very quiet while I'm doing this interview with you, but um, we have a great team and I'm really, I'm really proud of them. Oh, that's wonderful. So what do you have, what would your advice be to these boring businesses who are just like, there's so much to do. I don't want to do anything. I can't figure out how to manage it all. What would you tell them to help them get started? Well, the first thing I would tell, I would tell them is remember that while you may be in a boring business category, you have a need and there are people out there that need you. When it's 115 degrees out, you know, people are definitely grateful that we offer, um, you know, technicians coming out there at any given time when they have the need. So just remember the community that you're serving and whether it's a boring business or it's super sexy, people need you. So continue to offer your services and get creative. 
Fountain Hills Air Conditioning has been in business since 1974. And I think the reason that the company has lasted has been because of this continual correct and continue, find what works, tweak things when needed. Um, you know, there are thousands of air conditioning companies in the Valley and hundreds that go out of business every single month. So the fact that we've been here since 1974 and still going strong is, is pretty big. Yeah, I think that that's what any boring business owner, any business owner would hope for is to be in a, a position of longevity. That is for sure. Well, I feel like you have given us so much information today to help our boring business listeners with figuring out where to get started with their businesses. My last question to you, which is how I like to end every podcast, and it is, what is your favorite quote that our listeners can use to inspire them to go out and make marketing greatness? Oh, gosh. Um, You know, I don't remember the exact quote, but it's a... um, it's a quote by Maya Angelou, I believe, that you know people may not remember, and I'm totally going to butcher this because I don't remember the exact quote, but people may not remember exactly what you said, but they'll remember how you made them feel. And I think that's important to remember in your marketing is how you make people feel. Beautiful. How can people uh, find out more about you, Christina, and Fountain Hills HVAC? Sure. So I'm all over Facebook. <laughs> you can find me, Christina D. Wagner. And Fountain Hills Air Conditioning, the website is fountainhillsair.com. So you can definitely check us out there. And we will make sure to include the links to her and to Fountain Hills HVAC um, in our show notes. Thank you again so much for being on the show, Christina. It was fantastic getting to talk to you as always. And I hope that you have just a very wonderful week. And I hope that your holiday campaign is a success that you want it to be. Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity. It's always wonderful to see you and talk to you. Awesome. And like we always say in military life, it is never goodbye. It is see you soon. So until next time, I will see you soon. Thanks for listening to Marketing for Your Boring Business. If you like this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or share this episode on social media. Want more? Subscribe to automatically get the latest episodes of Marketing for Your Boring Business. This podcast is presented by All-in-One Social Media.